Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's edition of JM Rewind. JM Rewind gives us an opportunity to check out some of the recent conversations we've had on JM and the AM. We begin with uh, OHEL's David Mandel. OHEL CEO David Mandel joined us to discuss the opening of the brand new trauma center down in Florida. My conversation with David Mandel on JM Rewind at the Nahum Siegel Network. Well, our friends at OHEL are opening up the uh, Brescher Family South Florida Trauma Services. They are uh, having a launch event this coming Monday. OHEL is now going to have a staff in Miami to more efficiently service the South Florida Jewish community during crises and, of course, all year round. And to discuss this and many other things, we have our dear friend David Mandel, who is the chief executive officer at OHEL with us live via telephone. David, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Good morning, Nachum. Always happy to join you for any conversation, Nachum. <laughs> I appreciate your family are doing well. I appreciate that. Family is doing great, and I thank you so much for asking. Uh, before we talk about Florida, what could you tell us about uh, the middle of 2022? Because we've had uh, discussions over the last couple of years about how your trauma services and really all your services at OHEL have uh, had to increase and have had a, an even bigger role in our community over the last couple of years. What's happening now? What can you tell us in general about this period of time, David? Well, before we talk about what's happening at OHEL before trauma in Florida, I just want to mention Yom Yerushalayim because every single year, you have always done an amazing program with your very dear friend on Yom Yerushalayim. And this year, for the first time, I had the privilege of being in Yerushalayim and Yom Yerushalayim. <laughs> wow. It was extraordinary. And I was looking for you, your six-foot, six-foot frame, <laughs> right there in the middle of the streets. But I missed you. I don't know how I missed you, but I miss seeing you. I appreciate that. Didn't make it this year. Hopefully, please, God, please, God. In future years, there's some big anniversaries coming up for Yom Atzmut and Yom Yerushalayim, and hopefully we'll make it there at some point. And, and you point out my uh, my friend and partner, uh, we, we did uh, play on Memorial Day, which uh, was the day that we, co- that we commemorated Yom Yerushalayim and Yom Hevron, uh, the day after Yom Yerushalayim here at JMN. We did play Mayor Weingarten's uh, presentation of the uh, sounds of 1967. And, of course, tonight, as we pointed out earlier, is his yard site, Mayor Nachum Ben David, and we are dedicating this morning's program to him so i appreciate you mentioning that and now we could uh, talk about some of the things that are happening over at ohel including what's happening now in the middle of 2022 what can you tell us well we are god willing opening up cam taylor all right Ali brazil director david shavid assistant director in two weeks wow and we are baruch hashem full just full in fact still getting requests on a daily basis to bring in kids, which is really extraordinary. We feel so privileged to be able to fill the camp so many months ago and that it is such a popular place, thank God, a very special place um, with a very special camp. And this year on Thursday, June 14th, God willing, we are going to be dedicating Lev Aria, Kolel Lev Aria, in memory of Leonard Kestenbaum, Jay Kestenbaum's father, Oliver Shalom. And it's going to be a very special dedication. A Muslim of Torah Das, 
a Chavusa of Rafam Zatzal, Leib Arya, Leonard Kestenbaum, a very special person, and we're fortunate to be able to have that dedication coming up. Well, next week. Um, so, yeah, you, you reminded us about Camp Kaylee. By the way, side conversation, when camps, of course, uh, are full to the brim, um, uh, often the administration and those uh, who make decisions have to decide, you know, where to go from here. Uh, is it possible we're going to see some type of uh, expansion or expanded activities in Camp Cayley's future? Well, this summer we have a joint partnership for a full summer option, one month in Camp Cayley, and the second month we have Camp Impact, which is a three-and-a-half-week travel program that Camp Cayley OHL is doing in partnership with NCSY OHL, uh, NCSYOU, so we have a full summer option, and we're looking forward to more than 160 boys and girls and separate travel programs, and so this is a very exciting option this summer. The first time we're doing a full summer option for both boys and girls. Last year, we had a full summer option for girls only. So Cam Cayley is, in fact, expanding with a partner. We're very excited about it. Yeah, and a very sensible way to expand. Very nice. David Mandel with us live via telephone, CEO at OHEL. Um, uh, David, the uh, there's no question, I have to assume, just based on our conversations, that the staff, volunteers, clients over the last couple of years during the pandemic, uh, all those um, categories have only increased in terms of numbers. What update could you give us in general regarding OHEL right now? Yesterday, I was at a meeting with um, security um, people, uh, actually the New York City uh, police commanders for Brooklyn. It was a very informative meeting with the United Task Force, uh, chaired by Dr. Faye Zakheim. And the commanders spoke about from Brooklyn South and Lieutenant um, Ira Jablonski and many other of the commanders there spoke about the extent to which um, trauma prevails as part of New York City. They talked about that in uh, many areas, some of the major crime statistics are down, even though people uh, may not feel it. Yeah. Um, you know, when you hear some specific data, it's very encouraging as opposed to just throwing out the uh, generalizations. And everyone in the room talked about the extent to which people are just feeling more anxious you know, trauma, as I talk about it, with a small T, not necessarily a capital T. That's the work that we're doing, Nachum, on a daily basis in schools, with kids. We had a Zoom conversation the other night with several professionals about how to prepare for a healthy summer, an OL webinar. Uh, so the conversation is, um, you know, we, we really try not to... Um, sensationalize it because so much of the news is sensationalized and we try to talk about it can't talk about anxiety and trauma in a normal way but it is a normal behavior in today's times and we explain to people how to try to prevent it in schools talk about it mental health and certainly a response to anxiety and trauma. So those are everyday conversations for us at OHEL. 
really across the board. That's the new, that's the new O-House, so to speak. Yeah, that's the that's the latest and the most recent uh, major topic to be addressed. And boy, you're addressing it really well. Uh, David Mandel is with us. So the uh, OHEL is opening the Brescher Family South Florida Trauma Services. The launch event is this coming Monday. There'll now be a staff in Florida and Miami to more efficiently service the South Florida Jewish community. Why was it necessary and what was the thinking behind an OHEL expansion to Florida, David? Well, you know, Nachum, we talked to us several months ago that OHEL announced and opened the OHEL Zachta Family National Trauma Center. Right. We formalized what work that OHEL has been doing, our response across the country, with Dr. Norman Blumenthal and City of Idaho as the head of our trauma work in. Um, Surfside and the anniversary of Surfside is coming up, and uh, the um, floods in Texas and the fires in Malibu and the shooting in Jersey City. Unfortunately, just so many places around the country and several other tragedies, unfortunately, in South Florida. And I might as well talk to the Zachta family tonight on the Bar Mitzvah Mellon Felix's grandson. Wow, Mazel tov. So, in that regard, South Florida, South Florida, of course, has a significant Jewish population ever increasing over the last two years. <laughs> and our plan is to also serve the general population. So on Monday, we are formally announcing the OL Brescia family, South Florida Trauma Services. That's David and Leah Brescia. David is the president of Cam Cayley a very involved board member over many years. We've hired a team of professionals in South Florida, led by Brachovov. And uh, the plan is that we will have staff on the ground, including Spanish-speaking trauma professionals. South Florida, of course, has a large Spanish-speaking community, in a Hebrew-speaking community. And South Florida means, Nachum, from Miami Beach all along the 95 corridor. Aventura, North Miami, Hollywood, Boca, Boynton, Fairfield, all the way up to West Palm Beach. Wow. And the plan is that whenever there is a situation involving trauma, grief, bereavement to a family, an individual, a family crisis, a community crisis, a tragedy, OHIL will be here literally, physically prepared to respond. And Monday, we want to thank Mark and Leah Rosenberg for hosting us in their home. And we're expecting um, a very impressive group of people from the police, fire, the mayor's office, the governor's office, uh, first responders, um, to have a conversation about the work that OHEL does in trauma. Pretty amazing. No, I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to interrupt. I, I certainly didn't mean to interrupt when you said the Rabbanim. The rabbis will be there, of course, and I'm sure well represented as well. Rabbanim, principals of yeshivas right. and schools, and um, we're excited about it. We're, it, you know, it's OHEL's. Um, 
part of OHEL's growing strategic plan when you talk about what's going on with OHEL. We recently met with a group of people in the Gleitner community, the Persian community, at a very exciting evening in Napa and Fred Cohn's house in Great Neck. And we're doing more work with the Persian community in Great Neck. And we also have developed a strategic plan to expand our services in New Jersey, Nachum. And that will be rolling out in coming months as well. Very interesting. The Ohel Brescher Family South Florida Trauma Services has their launch event this Monday, as you heard David say, down in Florida. Ohel will have a full-time staff in Miami to efficiently serve the South Florida Jewish community during crises and, of course, all year round as well. You know, David, uh, Ohel, it, it, Ohel was founded over 50 years ago. We've, we've discussed the significant anniversaries on you know, many, many times on this program. Uh, over the years, and it, it's amazing that they are at the uh, what seems to be the pinnacle, the peak of their services to the community. There are so many other organizations and efforts that you know ha- have enjoyed their greatest success years ago. Let's put it that way. Uh, but now in 2022, it's just it's amazing to watch that such a well-established organization is able to stay at the top. It must be an, an incredible feeling to be able to expand and to be able to uh, uh, to grow in this way uh, even after all these years. I so well remember now from the uh, first meeting that I had with uh, my chairman and and other when I joined OHEL thank God 26 amazing years ago in which their conversation and their direction was extended, and that is the vision of the board leadership. It's an exciting board of directors. We have many new people that have joined OHEL as board members and leaders, in addition to the many people that have been part of OHEL for many years and many decades. And OHEL's vision and mission is to stay current. Listen, Achim, I don't want to get ahead of myself and ask you to give a call to Elon Musk and you know reserve a seat on SpaceX because God knows what's needed up there. It's so dark and dingy from all the pictures <laughs> they sent back. I, I never thought of it from that perspective, uh, but you're right. It's America's one and only Jewish Moments of the Morning Radio program heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio, around the world, the web, at com and the NachumSiegel Network, and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. David Mandel, CEO of OHEL, is with us. We're talking about Monday's event when they launched the uh, OHEL Brescher family, South Florida Trauma Services, and uh, wish them, of course, a, a major mazel tov on this uh, accomplishment. And um, uh, David, I, uh, I I marvel at how the organization, as you just said, has such an active board and continues to, um, uh, to, to, to meet the needs of the current generation, uh, which is not easy these days. The needs are great, and the needs in many ways are much different than they used to be. So kolakavo to everybody at, uh, at OL for what they're doing. Uh, I assume that uh, the website is the best way even for people in Florida to get information about what's going on? Yes, the OL family uh, website, um, OLfamily.org. I, I just want to mention something to you, Nachum, as sure. we um, thankfully coming out of COVID and 
for those individuals that are not able to get a seat to go to Israel right now because the planes are so packed and thankfully someone are going and catching up. And I say that as a reference point that people thankfully are coming out of COVID, turning a major corner. Um, I want to I want to direct my comments to you, uh, to you specifically. The last two years have been, needless to say, extremely difficult for so many families, bar none. No one has gone unscathed in some way in the last two years, from major tragedies to tremendous inconveniences and everything in between. And the fact that you have withstood and have been a voice and communicated information and remained steady, I don't know the extent to which people understand and appreciate what it means. And this people should understand that through it all, individuals that have been able to stay steady, whether or not they've gotten out of the house to communicate information, to talk to people, to let people know what's going on, to so many people that lost in their own worlds. So, Kolokavo to you and thanks to you and everyone that's associated with you. Um, it should be mentioned often, the very important um, ability to stay connected to people in the last two years the way you have. So, thanks to you. I appreciate that very much. We've made an effort to uh, be there for the community every single day. Uh, and I, I, I thank you so much for pointing that out. Uh, a real pleasure. And again, we wish a mazel tov to everybody at OHEL. Enjoy Monday's event, David. Our best regards to everybody in Florida. Those of you who want information about anything that OHEL does, whether it is New York, New Jersey, Florida, or anywhere around the world, you can go to ohelfamily.org. Again, ohelfamily.org. David, thanks so much for joining us. Mazel tov to the entire board and to everybody who's celebrating on Monday. Thank you, Nachum. Have a wonderful day. More coming up. You're listening to a Thursday morning edition of JM in the AM. That was my conversation with David Mandel. We had a new music alert day with Simcha Liner as we went over some of the amazing selections from his brand new album. Here's my conversation with Simcha Liner from JM in the AM on JM Rewind on the Nahum Siegel Network. About to start hour number three here at JM in the AM. And you know what that means? It means a new music alert uh, Wednesday, a new music alert Wednesday here at JM in the AM. As uh, Simcha Liner joins us, and uh, we get set to discuss the brand new album entitled Home. And um, lots of brand new offerings out there. This is among uh, one of the best ones we've heard, frankly. Lots of great material. Incredible collection, and we get the opportunity to debut it coming up next in America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program, heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio, around the world, the web at NahumSiegel.com, on the NahumSiegel Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app. Here I come, on my way back to the place where I belong, all the feeling over me, cause I know I'm going home, and it 
title track to the brand new one by Simcha Liner, home at JM in the AM. Simcha Liner, welcome to JM in the AM, sir. Good morning, good morning. Thank nice. you for having me back. A pleasure to have you on. And what is it about that song? <laughs> Give us the analysis. <laughs> you, you, uh, know, you know there's something about it. I don't know what you felt the first time you heard it, or I, I don't know, you'll tell us who composed it and all that, but that arrangement, I don't know, it just, it, it, it propels everybody into a great spirit. I'm sure you're hearing that as, as yeah. feedback to the title track. A hundred percent. It's like the album opens with, uh, you know, a sort of indication of what you're about to sit through for the next 50 minutes or whatever uh, amount of time you're going to dedicate to the album. Uh, you really scared me, you know, you said good morning on this Wednesday morning, I'm like, I thought it was Monday. <laughs> I don't know. The past like week has been one for the books. Yeah, so uh, every day feels like Monday. <laughs> <laughs> so the story behind the song, um, really the story behind the album as, as being called home, um, is really just sort of indicative of what <clears throat> we've, uh, sort of experienced over the past couple of years. Um, home is like where everyone, uh, sort of found their themselves, based out of and bound to um, during the, the couple of years that we sort of ceased going out. Um, and what sort of, I guess, drove this whole album was the fact that we produced the whole thing from home. Like everyone on this album worked from home while at the same time, um, the minute that door opened, everyone was trying to run home. Uh, Aliyah to Israel was at an all time high you can't get a ticket to Israel on a flight. I was just there, Lag Bomer, and uh, I could tell you that uh, getting a ticket, a, a standard ticket to fly to Israel, was the, the biggest deal I've ever had to, uh, the hoops I had to jump through to get there. So home is really like this this word that no one really is settled with right now because on the one home is where we felt safe. Home is where we wanted to go. More. Um so really, it's, it's, it's open to uh, interpretation. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, you've been involved in a couple of interesting things recently. Let's start with Lockbomber. Explain to everybody what that was all about and uh, just how meaningful that was to you. Sure. Uh, the first night Lockbomber, one night, um, I was invited to Yeshiva Shalavin uh, in Israel, where they were uh, holding, you know, hosting a Azkara, um, a first year yard site of Donnie Morris, uh, a beloved student of Yeshiva Chalavim, who was um, tragically killed in Neron the year before on Lag Bomer. It's not even the word. Um, on the one hand, it was, you know, in Israel, Lag Bomer is like a national holiday on steroids. It's, it's the, the country is Lag Bomer. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like uh, the holiday season in America, times 10. Um, so that was a, an emotional roller coaster. It was a originally going to be like a Kumsit style event. We had thousands of students from uh, American issues all over Israel joining together in Kibbutz Shalvim, um, and it was it was an absolute powerhouse of emotions that night. Um, and uh, halfway through this, you know, quote unquote Kumsit, the Rosh Hashiva sent a message up to the stage basically saying the words, Anna, 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 Avedah the Kudusha And anyone that had any uh, affiliation with Shalavim knows exactly what that means. An hour and a half of Anna, 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 crazy energy dancing uh, for the next, you know, hour plus. So it was just 
you know, the, the energy in the, in the Kahal, in the crowd was what drove the whole, the whole event. And I'll never forget that. Gosh, what an experience. Sim Halina is with us talking about the brand new album. It's entitled Home. By the way, we didn't mention who wrote Home. Who's composing that uh, title track? Yeah, so I, I wrote that, uh, the chorus, uh, the home, built that out. Um, took that to uh, Mrs. Rossi Torgo, a, a phenomenal lyricist who wrote uh, with Barcelona and many of my English songs together with myself. And then to, to complete the dream team, we, we took that to Yitzhi Waldner to build out the chorus, the verse, I'm sorry, and turn it into. Well, a good job to say the least. Sim Kalina with us live via telephone. Sorry that uh, you keep getting uh, cut off a drop. <laughs> for, for some reason, you're getting cut off on key words. I don't know why that hey, is. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> but it's good to have you on nonetheless, and we'll work our way through that. Sim Kalina is with us. We're doing a new music alert Wednesday here at JMNAM. The brand new album is entitled Home. Tell us about the uh, next selection, Esau uh, Ani, here at JMNAM. Sure. Uh, Asinai is the song number two on the album that was written um, as well by myself and uh, Tomar Haddadi. Tomar Haddadi is a world-renowned Israeli composer, arranger, uh, orchestral arranger, um, lives in Florida, actually. But he is, he is the name behind songs that uh, I grew up on, such as you know, the great song, Shabbat sure. song. Yeah. Um, so for years we were trying to uh, pin down the time that we can sit and write. Um, and uh, COVID gave an opportunity to us that <laughs> we both had nothing uh, pressing on our schedules. So we sat via Skype uh, for a week or two and wrote uh, a handful of songs, but two of them made it onto this album. One of them is a Sinai, which is track two, and uh, Shnot R is another song on there. It's but really, the, it's, is it's a, really a power. It's really funny how a pandemic can afford one an opportunity, huh? Right. It's the first time a lot of us uh, sort of uh, wait. That, like two of my kids, I, I forgot what they looked like for for, for a half a minute. And they, you know, it was nice to uh, it was nice to reconnect on on that level, um, albeit. Uh, Definitely not uh, looking uh, forward to one again. So, yeah, I guess we have to look for the little bit of hope that we had in it. But uh, aside from that, <laughs> I'm assuming we'll, we'll I'm assuming you're at events and weddings that are not taking place on streets and driveways and backyards at this point, right? Definitely not, and uh, I don't recommend it. Yeah. It's a, a logistical uh, nightmare. Are we back to a regular what we remember as a wedding season at this point? Very much so. Thank God. Very, very much so. Wow. Baruch Hashem for that. Uh, Simcha Liner is brand new here at JM and the AM. It's a new music alert Wednesday. The album is entitled Home. This is SA9, and you're listening to a new music alert at JM and the AM. Shall 
ככל שהלב יתעלם, ככל שהשמיים יתמלאו ענני שמחה, אשא עיניי אליך, מקור הברכה. והלב יתעורר, השמש ימלא בקרני תשובה, אשא עיניי אליך, קרבתך. Simcholiner brand new. New music alert Wednesday with Simcholiner. There's something about the sound, Simcha. Am I right or wrong? There's something in this collection that... Uh, that has a, I don't know, there's some, I, I, don't, I don't want to use the word brightness because I've used it for, in reference to other things, but there's a certain, there's a certain level of, uh, of there's a certain level of sound that just, I don't know, it stands out. Am I right? That, that, did you get the feeling that something different or, or special compared to things you've done in the past? Or am I dreaming this? It, for sure. I, I think like overall there's a certain uh, element to this album that affected the sound that other albums of mine didn't have, and that was, Every, the albums follow like a, a formula like we're trying to please everyone on an album <laughs> um, and on, on this album I really I just I didn't really care um, about checking all the boxes as we sat and produced the album it's like I want to do this song because this is a song that I love or this is a song that you know whether people connect to it or not is very important but right. this was my this, this was a chance uh, after years of putting out music that everyone wants everyone else to love. That this is song these are songs that I love and, and you'll see it in the vocals, you'll see it in the overall sound quality. It's just like a, a, an optimism of, a, like you say, a brightness, but uh, sound quality definitely reflects the attitude that goes into it and the, uh, the feelings when you're recording it. Well, one of the comments we got, I don't remember if it was in the app or I saw it somewhere else, is that... Uh... <laughs> 
uh, there are people out there who are impressed with song after song after song. Like, you know, there's just hit after hit on this. And that's a, that must be a great feeling to get a reaction like that. Yeah, especially when you're doing things like during a, a, a downtime, quote unquote, or, or a time when uh, you, you're not basing your decisions on what the market is dictating, which is usually, you know, now I'm seeing it's not always a good thing, you know, just trusting your gut. Um, you need a level of confidence for that, right? Either a level of confidence or a level of just a <laughs> craziness. <laughs> I don't want to say the opposite, but uh, <laughs> exactly. Confidence or craziness gets you to a good result. <laughs> it's the stuff in between yeah. you got to deal with. <laughs> Simcha Liner's with us here at uh, JM and the AM. Uh, new music alert Wednesday. Let's do this. Uh, we'll do the Shuvi selection. Uh, tell us about that one, and then uh, got to ask you about uh, what it's like to participate in another major event you were at recently. Tell us about Shuvi. Sure. Um, Shuvi is a really cool song. <clears throat> this was the first song written, um, completely written, produced, directed by Shua Sorcher, who is uh, anyone that's been to any show of ours um, knows exactly who Shua is. Uh, a lot of fun to follow on Instagram and see a lot of the behind the scenes and processes of the album that we do together. He produced um, about half of the album. Shua is a, a valuable member of the of the team. This is composed by him, um, produced by him, directed by him, and we have shot a music video at Wall Street Grill uh, coming out next week for this song. So I guess this is a good opportunity for everyone to uh, get familiar with the song so that way they can book on the video. hundred <laughs> percent. It's called Shuvi, Simple Liner, brand new jam in the AM.
different Simcha liners in that song, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm representing all my moods. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and all, and your, all your abilities and your range, frankly. Uh, is that a song? Have you performed that song live in concert yet or not? Uh, we we did, um, in Baltimore, the second night, Lag Bomber, we did a show in Baltimore, um, which was a miraculous trip <laughs> to get back in time. <laughs> right. Um, and we that was our first... Uh, you know, giving it a go. What's really cool about this song and a lot of songs on the album and people that follow me on Instagram will, will start to get a little bit of the behind the scenes over the next few weeks, you know, the making of, but a lot of the sounds on this album were sort of voice notes that I sang into my phone or ideas that I sang into my phone, uh, such as the guitar solo on this album is actually my voice that we ran through a guitar pedal. Um, I was sending like a reference note to a guitarist of what type of solo I wanted. And then we were like, why don't we just try to make this vocal sound like and, a guitar? And, and it worked and it worked well. And it worked. Well, it's, that's the solo on, that you just heard. <laughs> Pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was part of the fun. Lots of things are changing in terms of how to produce an album, huh? That's right. That's right. You just need... You need a spare bedroom. That's about it. Right. Guitarists can stay at home. Just make sure you have the right equipment to get the sound down, Pat. Pretty amazing. Simple Liner, new music alert Wednesday. Jam and the AM, brand new album is entitled Home. So what's it like participating in a, a university commencement? Oh, that was exciting. Yes. I, uh, I I can tell you those robes are a lot hotter than they look. I'm, <laughs> I, I'm very confident uh, that the person that designed it was like a, a sinister, uh, you know, let's make people sit around for six hours wearing the most uncomfortable thing ever while they try to look happy. <laughs> so aside from, aside from the, uh, from the gear, aside from the outer outerwear, what was it like to participate? Yeah. Well, it was uh, definitely a, a cool venue, a very, very nice venue. But what was overall exciting was to see the entire, uh, you know, administration and the faculty of YU uh, come together to realize that the song Rise Up that was uh, performed by myself and Shua on stage at the uh, YU commencement was not in fact written for the <laughs> entire YU campaign. Um, it's been around for a couple of years before that. So, actually made, know, it, I, actually I, made its way into the Coaster Halftime Show one year. <laughs> That's right. It was. It was. Uh, it blew up then, I should say. And we. Uh, I, I met Rabbi Berman, Rabbi Doctor Berman, uh, a few nights later at the uh, MTA Siyum Hashana or Achnasa uh, Sefer Torah, and I told him that I think next year a great theme for the commencement or their big, uh, you know, financial campaign that they're going to run should maybe be home. Uh, <laughs> YU is a home for everyone, and uh, and then I handed him the album, and it uh, <laughs> it all clicked. 
Very nice. I'll tell you, this home theme is really expanding, to say the least. Yeah, between your opening words and all the addendums, we've got a, quite a theme here with home. <laughs> all right, uh, we've got, we got time for a couple of more. Uh, we're actually going to wrap up with a song that's um, uh, pretty familiar already uh, to some of our listeners. But before we get to that one, tell me about Olam Hafuch, which is on the album. Yes, Olam Hafuch was a, uh, it, it's a song built around an email that I received, um, which a lot of people know this, that uh, there's an email address, simcha at simchalainer.com, um, where I get hundreds of songs or comments or people giving me direction on how they think I should, uh, you know, conduct my life. Those are always interesting. Um, but uh, it, 99% of the emails are either song ideas, you know, constructive criticism, um, or just overall concepts and lyrics and stuff like that. So this email came in from a fellow, Ellie Carmel, um, saying that he learned to Gemara, um, talking about Olam Hafach, that it's very easy to see your friend um, succeeding and thriving, um, even though it doesn't appear that he's working for it, um, when you're in a situation where you're slaving away for something and it's just not coming together necessarily. So this is sort of a song of inspiration, a song of motivation, um, that from above, looking down, you can actually see what's going on a little bit. So, Olam uh, Hafach, sometimes things are, we live in a world that's a little bit upside down. Um, it's a very positive spin on the song. Who wrote the tune? Um, this was written again by myself and Yitzhi Walter. Olam uh, Hafuch, it's brand new. You're listening to a new music alert Wednesday with Simcha Liner at JM and the AM.
Simcha Liner. Olam Hafuch, the name of this one. J.M. and the A.M. on a new music alert Wednesday with Simcha Lina with us live via telephone. Simcha, not easy to pull this off. Not easy to pull off an album, a collection that's so diverse, that's got a something of everything. We've seen plenty of artists fail at this, and you've pulled it off remarkably, frankly. Thank you. Must be an interesting feeling to be all over the place musically. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's a chance to like branch out again, you know, do yeah. things uh, a little bit differently. I guess the most important thing to remember um, with this album is that every song features musicians from around the world, you know, working from their homes at a vulnerable time, at a, at a, at a difficult time. And it was fascinating to see just uh, really quickly. Um, the string section on this album was recorded um, about a month ago in Kiev, Ukraine, a recording studio four stories underground here like the capital city um and what these uh 16 string musicians didn't know is that the string arrangements that they were playing the the charts the notes that they were reading off of was written by a um a russian arranger composer living in russia um so in our tiny little way we were doing our part to uh, bring access you know to a, to br- a really uh, to bridge the gap. So what's, yeah, what, what's, what's the story with a Russian, uh, I mean, where'd you find that person? Yeah, so all, every part of this album was recorded in a different country. The, the, the horns that you hear on a song, Olm Hospital, were done in Brazil. Um, they, they just, we put together like a team of musicians that have really, really good quality, quick turnaround, you know, home-based operations. And, uh, and we've been using them for everything, you know, to, to get things done in a clean, efficient, quick way. Um, so, yeah, really pulled together from all over the world. Boy, this process has changed over the years, huh? Unbelievable. So, but I don't miss the old way. I can tell you that. <laughs> you like it better this way. Absolutely. Yeah, I could hear that. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, Sim Collider, before we wrap things up, remind everybody how to uh, get a hold of home. I'm assuming that uh, it is available where people buy any of their music at this point. Exactly. We went straight to Spotify, Apple Music, also available on iTunes for download, also available on Nigga Music, Lachaya um, Music, Mostly Music. The web address uh, to see all the links is we'regoinghome.com. Um, we're going home.com has all the options on that one page, um, to download it or stream it or however you listen to music. Did but, you pre- uh, definitely follow along and, uh, on Instagram, uh, Spotify, there's new music coming out faster than you think. It's not just an album. Then we go back to sleep for two and a half years. <laughs> Did you produce uh, any hard cover uh, or hard copy CDs? I should say. Yes, we did print CDs and USBs. We actually sold out of the USBs in the first week. Wow. Um, so I, I doubted those, those uh, USBs, but the distributor was right. Um, so we've reprinted already on the USBs, but uh, the CDs are available at this point, pretty much every um, Jewish music outlet that you would uh, regularly find CDs. Uh, we'll wrap things up with a song people are familiar with already. We've been playing it a lot. Milmala is the name of it. Uh, tell us about it before we uh, say our goodbyes. 
Sure. This was the second song on the album that we uh, produced. This was one of those songs in the heat of things, completely locked down, no idea what we were going to do with the song. Started writing it. Um, Isaac Hittery is a very good friend um, in the Syrian community in Brooklyn. He has always been writing um, Hebrew lyrics for us, as can be heard on Rebono. Those are his lyrics as well. Um, this was a song that we just like completely did during a time when no one was going anywhere. The song that was written prior to this, the only song written prior to this for this album, was enti- is entitled The Ain't I, um, that I wrote for my wedding, huh. uh, track nine. So my wife walked down to that song, and we sort of, shelved it for a, a time that I thought would be appropriate. And that is uh, the story of the first two songs on the album chronologically. Right. They were produced chronologically. Very cool. We'll wrap things up with Mel Mala. We take this opportunity to wish you some Kaliner, the uh, continued Hatzlacha, the best of luck, especially now during the heavy wedding and concert season, uh, which will yes. go until we start the three weeks, which uh, will probably uh, uh, kick off yet another uh, recording session for you, I would assume. Absolutely. <laughs> no, no such thing as downtime, that's for sure. Yeah. And, sure, uh, we have the plans and, already. And really a big Mazel Tov. I think you've come up with an amazing collection and a lot of wonderful offerings for everybody, and it's great to feature it this morning here at JM the Thank you. And just to, to point out that I'm one of, uh, I think, five albums that came out in the past two weeks. Right. Uh, mainstream artists. I'm sure there are others that I didn't see yet. Um, and this is like a, a Jewish music renaissance. Like, get out there and stream this music. Not only mine, everyone that put tremendous amounts of work into bringing new music. The past couple of years has been very, as you have, if you've noticed, there hasn't been any, for the most part, mainstream albums over the past couple of years. Right. And we're ready to bring it you know, for all of you. And just, uh, we, we, we definitely see the support that comes back. So, uh, we, we appreciate that. And we hope to bring much more in the, in the near future. Yeah. We were actually concerned about the future of albums and collections, especially with the, uh, uh, with the practice of releasing singles becoming so popular or, or more That's popular, right. I should say. Uh, it's great to see that people can get an offering like this and uh, and really get a full, complete project. Uh, congratulations again. We'll wrap up with Mel Mala. And uh, stay well, my friend. Always great to hear from you. Thank you. Looking forward to seeing you soon. There he is, Simcha Liner, on a new Music Alert Wednesday. You're listening to JM in the AM. <laughs>
brand new Simcha Liner. There it is, Milmala. New music alert Wednesday. Great session with Simcha Liner, and I thank him from all of us here at JM in the AM. That was my conversation with Simcha Liner. Speaking of new music, Shlomo Lippman was with us from Israel to discuss his uh, recent single that he released. Here's Shlomo Lippman from a JM in the AM interview on JM Rewind on the Nahum Siegel Network. Well... There are many reasons why I uh, would like to speak to Shlomo Lipman on the, on this pro, on this program uh, here on the air at JM the AM. He's been described to me as uh, an Oled. That's one interesting fact about him. Uh, he moved to Israel years ago. He is a pitcher, and I mean that in a uh, in a sports sense. He's a pitcher for the Israel national baseball team, which is pretty cool. Yet another good reason to uh, speak with him on the air. He's also a reserve commander in the Golani Brigade in Israel, which is pretty remarkable. But the, what what got him on the air this morning, frankly, is the uh, brand new single, the brand new selection that he has released and that the world is enjoying, and which we'll get an opportunity to hear in just a few minutes here at JM and the AM. Shlomo Lipman, welcome to JM and the AM. How are you? Thank you for having me. A pleasure to speak with you. And as I mentioned to Shlomo off the air, I discovered last night that he's going to be spending his summer in Guilford, New York. Our friends at Camp Bissauer, who have their offices right across from where I'm broadcasting from right now, I'm sure are very excited uh, to welcome you to America for this upcoming summer. Uh, so I don't even know where to begin. I don't know if I should begin with uh, the military or with sports uh, or, or with the music. Uh, but um, uh, you do have a, uh, a, a an incredible resume, to say the least, of, of very interesting things that you've been involved with. Um, uh, tell me about the music. Tell me about this uh, effort uh, culminating in the uh, single and the cover that you've released. Uh, tell me about this effort to uh, get out there on the Jewish music scene. So uh, going back to when I was, uh, I thought it started when I was three, but I actually just got a few videos from when I was two years old. I always wanted to be a singer. I fell in love with uh, Miami Boys Choir when I was three years old, and I knew since then, I remember my entire life, I want to be a singer in Jewish music. And uh, thank God as a kid, I, I got amazing opportunities to, to be involved in, uh, in Jewish music, both in Israel and in America. Um, I actually, my first big performance was with Shel Shelles and uh in my school choir when I was in first grade. And then when I came to Israel, I was involved in, uh, in a few projects, one with Ari Goldwag on Shavas Kaverim. And, uh, then I was, then I, uh, then I was in Shira Hadasha for many years with Nachman Seltzer, who, by the way, he says, hi, I was speaking to him on the phone a little bit earlier today. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, and then, uh, and yeah, so, and that was an amazing, amazing childhood. And, uh, I got to, you know, be exposed to, high-level uh, productions, performance, and music. And uh, it's something I just, I knew that I wanted to do when I grew up. And then I went to, I was in a dorm high school, a dorm yeshiva high school uh, called Mitzpah Richo. And then from there, I went to Karim Biavna for Hazder. And uh, there wasn't really, you know, I, 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 I continued writing songs, continued playing musical instruments, continued working on my vocals, but I didn't have the, uh, the ability to go out there and kind of, you know, uh, perform it and uh, and put and put anything out, and then. Uh, oh, I apologize. One second, uh, Shlomo. I apologize. That was my fault. Uh, there you are. Can you now? We Hello? hear now. We hear you. I apologize. That was my fault. Just re, wh whatever you no. whatever you said over the last fifteen seconds. Just repeat it. <laughs> 
All right, for sure. Uh, so I said, and then, uh, you know, uh, a few years ago, I wanted to get involved. I wanted to start, you know, actually getting into the industry. And I really did not, uh, I had no idea how to, how to really start. And uh, I started reaching out to bands here and there and, you know, doing little gigs. And then uh, I was speaking to a friend of my, uh, my parents, uh, a friend of my in-laws, actually. And from our conversation, I realized that the only way for me to be in the industry and actually get out there is by just doing it, right. you know, not waiting for anything to come to me. Yeah. And, uh, and I, and I, you know, I, I'd made this amazing connection a few, a few months ago with, uh, a wonderful producer, Shai Barak, who produced, nice. uh, who produced the song. Yeah. Yeah. Very and, well uh, known. And that was also an un- unbelievable story for another time, how I even met him. It was, you know, he was playing at my parents' house. They were hosting a bar mitzvah here during COVID. It was crazy. Um, and then, uh, so we really sat down and talked and he, and he helped me kind of find a little bit of a, of a derech, uh, that I should go at. And he said, look, you have beautiful slow songs, but you're a performer and you have to showcase that, uh, with, with fast music, original music. And I went home and I really, and I really feel like up until that point, it was very hard for me to actually write lyrics. You know, I composed a lot of songs around 40 songs, but writing my own words was very hard for me. And uh, I think during this journey of trying to find myself and trying to find some way to, to get out there, uh, all of a sudden the words came to me that Akadosh Baruch Hu has a plan for me and he's with me. And, uh, you know, everything's going to work out and there's no reason to be afraid. And I, I was in the middle of, uh, of eating supper with my wife and I just got up all of a sudden and ran to my keyboard and started playing it. And that night I wrote most of the song already and it just kind of just flowed out of me. And uh, that's how we have this amazing song, Kanika. Shlomo Lipman with us live via telephone. What, how old were you when your family made Aliyah? So we were seven. We were seven. My, my uh, life plan the year before was I'm six years old now. I'm turning seven. Next year, I'm in Miami Boys Choir. Uh, <laughs> have in mind, we were, leaving, we were living in Silver Spring, Maryland, yeah, not in Baltimore. But that was like my life plan. And then we made Aliyah. I was actually pretty happy because my best friend was making Aliyah, so I was happy to be with him. Uh, it, was not, it was not a hard sell for me. Um, yeah, so we were seven years old when we came here. Pretty cool. Uh, Shlomo Lippman is with us. All right, so what's most difficult? We'll get to the song in a second. What's the most difficult? Is it most difficult to being under pressure as a pitcher on the Israel national baseball team? Is it most difficult being in the Israeli military as a commander? Or is it most difficult getting up in front of a crowd and trying to perform? Um, it, it's not even close that being a commander is the hardest. Uh, not the hardest physically. Uh, it just takes the most... Uh, mental and emotional strength. Uh, as a commander, I actually had it a little bit easier because I came in as a, uh, as a commander when they were in the middle of their training and out of the beginning. At the beginning of their training, you have these kids uh, who, it's very different than the American military. You know, they, they, were, they were trainees around uh, five, six months ago, and now all of a sudden they're commanders over these, uh, you know, these new recruits. Wow. Uh, not recruits, draftees, because everybody right. has to go in, and they, they sleep three, four hours a night, and they do everything that the soldiers do, and they have to also keep 18-year-old Israeli kids uh, in check, and it's incredibly, incredibly hard. Uh, you know, Baruch Hashem, I had a lot of support from my family at that, at that point, and uh, I, it, it's hard, but it's the mo- it was one of the most rewarding experiences of my life, and I, I wouldn't trade it for a second. As, it's as, not even close that as, that's the hardest, as, because, you know, it's pitching at, yeah, yes, now, I was going to say, as a reservist, how often do you have to do it? 
So reserves, uh, reserves is around once or twice a year, and it's a completely different uh, environment. You know, everyone kind of, I mean, I'm still young, but there are people there in their 30s and their you know, early 40s, and it's kind of like a two-week vacation of, uh, from life, so they really enjoy it. <laughs> they really enjoy it. They come there, and they're there to work, and, you know, there are people that have a, a working mindset, you know, not, not young kids, and it's, uh, it's a, lot, a lot of fun. So it's around two, uh, around two times a year, and uh, that, that's what it usually is. Interesting. Uh, all right, let's, uh, we'll talk about the pitching and everything else coming up. Shlomo Lippman's with us. Let's do this song. This is Connie Tcha. It's your brand-new single, Shlomo Lippman from Israel. Interesting young man. He's with us live via telephone. I guess we'll call this a new music alert Thursday at JM in the AM. Point <laughs> Shlomo Lippman, 
a debut single entitled Kan Itcha. Interesting young man. He's with us live via telephone from Israel. Commander in Golani. Pitcher for the Israel national baseball team. And now a, uh, I guess we could say an official member of the Jewish music world, even though he is, uh, as a youth, as he described, had an opportunity to perform many, many times. In fact, uh, I, I didn't know until last night, Shlomo, that you and I actually met backstage years ago <laughs> at a Jakob Schwecki concert that took place uh, in the New York area. So <laughs> I guess I guess we're reuniting in this fashion. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to find that picture. I was trying to find that picture, and I found it, and I sent it to uh, to, uh, to your son, who I'm going to be with uh, uh, during the summer. And uh, I was like, you have to show this to him. What do you think that was, like 10 years ago? Do you know an exact uh, year that was? That was, I was 13. I was 13. I'm 24 now, so I was uh, 25 huh. now, actually. I just turned uh so that was, yeah, 12 years ago. Not a bad guess on my part. Uh, Shlomo uh, Lipman is with us live via telephone. We'll also do, when we wrap up, we'll do the Chaim Shal Shalom cover that you, that you produced as well. Now, I remember this. I remember you traveling with the, um, you and your colleagues traveling to the United States to participate in different competitions uh, representing Israel National Baseball. What, what's, what, you have to just explain to us because, uh, you know, I mean, I know there's a team that went to the Olympics. I know Israel has, you know, a variety of, of teams. I'm assuming a variety of of leagues and sports efforts which, which one are you involved with uh, what, what what do we mean when we say you're a member and a pitcher for the israel national baseball team so that's a, that's a great question because there's so many things going on and uh it's hard sometimes for people who are even in the system to to follow um there is the israel national team the israel national team is the, the, the national team of Israel, uh, you know, self-explanatory, and we play in the European Championship, uh, you know, against all the teams from Europe, uh, as well as that Olympic team was also the, the, the was was also the official Israel national team. Um, for the Olympics itself, they managed to uh, recruit many, uh, uh, a few former uh, big leaguers as well that right. uh, you know that that, that are that are Jewish. Uh, one of them uh, being in Kinsler. Right. And uh, and they made Aliyah, the official Aliyah, and they're they're there as Israelis and as proud Jews, um, playing for Team Israel. So that's the Israel, and I had amazing, uh, I had amazing. It's really cool. I actually found myself during uh, during the summer before the Olympics. I'll tell you about that in a second. Talking to Ian Kinsler about Judaism, about Yahadut, and explaining <laughs> certain. And I was like, how is how is this happening right now? Uh, it was really crazy. So that's the Israel national team, and then there's the World Baseball Classic Team Israel. Uh, the way the World Baseball Classic works is different than in international baseball. You have to actually be a citizen of that country, an actual citizen, in order to play. But in the World Baseball Classic, you have to have eligibility for citizenship. So that's why, you know, for example, Manny Machado, I think, played for Team USA when he was younger right. and played for Dominican Republic, uh, you know, now that he's in the, in the major leagues. So right. that, that's how it works. So with, for the Team Israel, right, the WBC team, the World Baseball Classic team, anyone who has eligibility to be Israeli is able to play on that team. It's more of a Jewish pride type of thing. Right. And they do have, they do have Israelis on that team as well. They always have token Israelis. And, uh, I think that, uh, a few years, I mean, it's going to take time, but years down, the, years down the road, hopefully, uh, the, the vast majority of that team will also be able to be, uh, true native Israelis. I mean, we already, uh, the European championship this past summer, uh, was the first time we had 10 out of 17 players were native Israelis, either grew up in Israel or were born in Israel, and that's unbelievable, and you see how the, the, the game is really developing in Israel. Uh, what's your pitch? What are you known for? My curveball. 
Interesting. Nice. Turbo. I do. I, I throw relatively fast uh, for you know for amateur baseball wise, and in you know uh, mid to high eighties. Hopefully, uh, when I have time, you know, Baruch Hashem, I'm doing a lot, a lot, a lot of things, and I'm not able to uh, invest full time in, in in training. So hopefully, we'll get uh, we'll get to higher velocities. But my curveball has been something that's always been there since I was around 15, 16 years old. Very nice, very impressive. I look forward to meeting you this summer. Please, God, I have a feeling that we'll uh, we'll get together up at Camp Masora at some point. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap this up with their cover of Chaim Shal Shalom. Why did you choose the Shweki Chaim Shal Shalom to uh, release to the public? So I wanted to have uh, some sort of chuppah, uh, you know, it's a wedding song to be able to release so that people would be able to, you know, I want to get hired for, for chuppahs in Israel or weddings in general. Um, and, and I was looking for something and then I was uh, singing at a wedding of uh, actually a kid that I coached uh, in, uh, in Team Israel and in Beit Shemesh baseball. And the song that he asked us to walk down for was Chaim Shal Shalom. And the first time that I played it for myself, I was like, okay, I have to record this because I'm vibing with this completely. <laughs> I feel it. I feel like the music feels me. I feel the music. And uh, it was something that I kind of just pieced together. I got this unbelievable uh, 11th grader named Petachia Spalter, which you will hear for years to come in, his, in, uh, in Jewish music. He's unbelievable. He's already written jazz pieces that were used in music college in Israel. He's going to be amazing. So he, wrote, he, he played the, key, the piano, uh, and, and I found uh, this guy on Fiverr to play the drums and my friend's friend from Australia mixed it. It was crazy to get it all together. And then a friend of mine from Yeshiva uh, filmed it and uh, edited it. And we just, we got it together and I thought it was just something uh, that my neshama was like, I want to do this so badly. So, uh, so I put it out. And uh, that's how we're going to close out this conversation. I want to take this opportunity to uh, wish you a continued success. Good luck. Hope to see you soon uh, when you visit the United States, as we described. And uh, and, and Hatzlacha Rabah. Uh, congratulations on the brand new single on these releases. Thank uh, you very much. Best to your entire family. And thanks for joining us this morning. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Have a great day. Shlomo Lippman from Israel. This is his uh, cover of the Yaakov Shweki Chaim Shal Sholem on a Thursday morning broadcast at JM in the AM. <laughs>
J.M. and the A.M. Shlomo Lippman, I thank him for joining us. And I remind everybody that if you go to YouTube, you'll find both videos, Chaim Shal Shalom and Kani Tcha. You'll find both of the Shlomo Lippman uh, videos. If you go to YouTube, uh, just search uh, Shlomo Lippman, and there you'll have it. Uh, two brand new videos, one with Kani Tcha and one with uh, Chaim Shal Shalom. That was my conversation with Shlomo Lippman. Thanks so much for tuning in. Plenty more coming up. Keep it right here at the Nahum Single Network.